his desired mind. Suzuki Roshi, uh, in his talks that I've studied, liked to use the term innermost request. That's a wonderful, for me, wonderful kind of term because it has the quality of the heart. You know, what is in your heart? What is your true most essential, true uh, issue, or question, or statement. And request has this quality of, uh, of inquiry. We say bodhicitta sometimes. Bodhicitta means awakening mind, bodhi or enlightened mind. Sometimes we say a mind that seeks the way. So the mind that seeks the way is our fundamental guide. It is itself the stream of our practice. How to be clear about what, you know, when we sit up, when we take a step, ask a question, make a statement, is this coming from bodhicitta, or is this coming from the intrusive me, the ego, when we see someone else, do we see them as uh, an expression of true nature? Or do we see them as someone we don't want to have anything to do with? Or someone we want to, we want to be like, we want to be like them. Quebec likes to use the image of the empty boat. You know, Imagine yourself <coughs> rowing out onto the lake <coughs> in the mist in your little rowboat and you're floating along and then out of the mist comes this other rowboat and it's coming right toward you and you say, Hey! And it keeps coming right toward you and you don't have time to turn the uh, you're trying to turn, the other boat comes and rams right into your little rowboat. You're really pissed off at the person in the other boat, right? Aren't they paying attention? And then you look, and there's no one in the other boat. An empty boat. When you see that the boat is empty, you feel kind of foolish yelling and blaming. So right at the point of where you want things to be a little different, that's the, that's the point at which you find where you slip out of 
this. So I want to read uh, this dialogue with Yun Men. I've used it before, and I've been working with it lately. This is Yun Men meeting Cao uh, Shan. Cao Shan was one of the founders of the the Cao uh, 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 Kaoshan, the Kaoshan lineage, the Cao Dong lineage were part of. Um, but Yunmin was going around on his pilgrimage and he visited the various communities and he came to Kaoshan's and he heard him say, People everywhere all just adopt set patterns. Why don't you tell them? Turning phrase in order to make them get rid of their doubts. So that was Kaoshan's statement, and Yun Men said, Why is it that one does not know of the existence of that which is most immediate? And Kaoshan says, Just because it is most immediate. So the young man continued and asked, how can one become truly intimate with it? Kaushan said, by not turning towards it. The young man uh, continued, but can one know the most immediate if one does not face it? Kaushan said, it's then that one knows it best. Young men agreed. Exactly, exactly. So this is a wonderful meeting of, of two teachers. So the original question, how can one know the existence of that which is most immediate? He, said, he goes further than that. He says, why does one not know the existence of what's most immediate? Kaoshan says, yes. We never know. We never know who is watching. We never know the mind that is awakening. You try to catch it, try to catch your own mind. Who's doing the catching? You try to watch very carefully and see who's observing the observer, observing the observer. You quickly know that that is simply a dog chasing its tail. What's the mind that can take the, all that in? And uh, that's really the, the question that Yen Men's asking. Kaoshan says, not turning towards it. So this is the crux, not turning towards it. 
We say, take the backward step. Live in the realm of not knowing. Going towards it does not mean that you don't face it. It means any turning is unnecessary delusion. That impulse, oh, maybe I should turn and face it. let it be. Don't turn towards it. Stay right where you are. This is um, the innermost request. This is the way-seeking mind. It's right on your eyelashes. Any questions? where you already are. So, how to come to terms with where you already are? Um, for most of us, it's a lot of work, actually, to um, you know, before you understand not turning towards it, not turning towards it, you may need to turn towards the practice <laughs> you may need to actually go to the zendo you may actually need to sit make some effort in, a, in this direction when you make the effort in the direction in order to discover the meaning of uh, no attainment. Find the direction of no attainment. And in that process you, you actually come up against, you know, here, twisting this way. Uh, I want to yeah, avoid that way. And you really real, begin to realize that you have the capacity to suffer through the pain of this twisting and turning, wrenching that we're already doing. 
So that's why we uh, we have each other. You don't always know. You know, should I take a step? Should I stop? Should I kick out the log jam? Should I just set down the luggage? So it's it's good to ask each other. It's good to have a friend you can say, here's what I, you know, I feel like I'm carrying this. Should I continue to carry it or should I set it down? It, uh, sometimes practice um, the Dharma path is looks like it's something wonderful and we want it. We really want it. Sometimes the Dharma path looks painful and bitter. I don't really don't want it. And the whole time, it's really us coming to terms with where we are, moment after moment. And how we try to avoid being here moment after moment. We don't want to be here because it's too scary, you know, it's so exciting. It's a it's a wonderful life that is always changing and it's luminous and flashing. It's too much. And we don't want to be here because as soon as we are, it's going to end. And we don't know what that is, and it's too, too scary. If we have this practice of sitting, which already is the complete, boundless uh, reality. We can come home to it on each breath. 